This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. My name is Rich Bradbury and welcome to Tech Talk this morning. As our digital world evolves, the safety of personal information remains paramount, especially within the financial sector. Recent statistics are pretty alarming. A staggering 93% of financial institutions faced data breaches in just the last two years. And with banking transcending traditional boundaries, uh, thanks to third-party collaborations, blockchain, mobile banking, and the innovative banking-as-a-service, the stakes for cybersecurity have never been higher. Now, given the importance of these issues, I thought it important to sit down with somebody. I'm sat down with Chen Yuboi, the Senior Vice President of APAC for SailPoint Technology Holdings. They're a front-runner in modern identity security. Now, with an impressive three decades in the IT domain, uh, Mr. Bowie is here to shed some light on the ever-important topic of the State of Identity Security 2023, with a particular emphasis on financial services, and from the current state and the challenges to a little bit of a peek into the future. Welcome to the show, Mr. Bowie. How are you? Good, Richard. Thank you very much, and uh, thank you for having me on the show. It's a, it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure to have you here, sir. Now, let's kind of set the scene just a little bit. With this rapid transformation and the increasing demand for personal information by cyber criminals, bad actors, how does SailPoint position themselves as a, a leader in identity security, especially when it comes to financial institutions? Yeah, Richard, that's, that's a good uh, question, right? Um, actually, when you talk about transformation, everywhere in the world, digital transformation has been accelerating, especially mm. in the last, um, you know, the three years during the pandemic, you know, people either transform or company just kind of die, right? And that, that accelerated quite a fair bit. And the financial sector is no different as well. You see that happening at the breakneck speed. The challenge with that is that very often in order to survive and the transformation you know, continue to drive really fast, people forget about transforming their security. Mm-hmm. So the issue with that is that people are still thinking about security in the old terms, right? Where it is really driven mainly by parameter security, where they believe that, you know, anybody who go past my firewall gets through my system and environment, they consider a friendly, a safe entity. Right. However, as you know, the digital transformation means that people can assess your environment from anywhere, anytime, and when they need it. And no mm. different from a financial institution that goes through this whole digital transformation. And that mm. brings out a new whole whole new world of uh, threat landscape and threat surface. And that actually means that, you know, they have to rethink how security has been performed. Mm. And there's a pivot more and more towards what we call the zero trust security architecture, uh, where identity sits in the core of it all. And that's yeah. where point comes in, right? And, and mm. the, 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 the saying is that identity is a new firewall. And that's mm. very true, right? And, but because of that notion and the number of identity that presence in most company and the relationship that identity have with all the different systems and applications and whatnot, you know, it's so huge. It is mm. actually a very big complex problem to solve. And in the past, mm. this was unsolvable, right? But mm. because of that, 
now with the technology, this is now becoming a centerpiece of security. And that's where SailPoint comes in, right? The key mm. part is that we've been in this business for the last 17 years. We started really mainly looking at identity management around the back office, mainly doing about governance and compliance. But as this starts to evolve, we've evolved it over time. And today, we have more than 2,005 implementation across the world with mostly large enterprises. Uh, we have about 21,000 worth of sources and application connected to our system and solution. And about 11 million of identities across the world that is under management of our platform. Right? Wow. And that itself is actually a very, very uh, important point because if you think about it, um, that evolution of 17 years, we were going through from a legacy identity players like Oracle and so on and so forth. And they have no longer played in this space and we continue to be able to kind of take the experience bring forward. Mm-hmm. Which means that our solution today are actually modernized over the time. It is actually driven and built upon a whole bunch of AI and machine learning platform, which is patented that allow us to actually drive deeper insight for organizations that use it and be able to kind of drive automations and also comprehensive integration, right? So, and that's really kind of what differentiates us from a lot of others, um, I would say new entrants and right. other players. Right. Let's talk a little bit about Bank Nagara's blueprint. Um, mm-hmm. So last year, um, Bank Nagara uh, Malaysia highlighted this importance of um, advancing the digitalization of the financial sector, amongst other things, but obviously we're talking about the financial sector in particular. How do you guys align with that particular vision? And what role do you think identity security plays in this digital transformation? Yeah. Bank Negara Malaysia actually has been evolving as well on the regulation, right? I think over the last, I think, two to three years, a lot of changes yeah. along the way. But what are the key goals that they are really driving is to try to encourage the Malaysia financial industry to take advantage of the upside of digitalization, right? And, mm. you know, uh, you can see that fintech is coming, you know, a lot of e-payments happening. And all these things are kind of stuff that Bank Negara wants to drive to. But at the same time, they want the financial institution to continue to manage all the associated security risks that come with it, right? One of the things that they have put into their uh, their documents is that they want to make sure that financial institutions implement what they call least privileged access to their users, um, to their people, their employees, to ensure that uh, they prevent over-entitlement to mitigate any risk, right? And it's especially important in the financial sector given the amount of private uh, information that's there, the separation of duty becomes a very important part of the conversation. You can't have the guy who, you know, apply for the loan, you know, also approving for the loan. You know, stuff like that becomes a very, very important, um, you know, part of uh, managing the security mm, mm. Um, from that perspective. Now, if you look at that, what we do is exactly matching with uh, what Bank Negara is trying to drive, right? If you, if you look at the solutions we have, the identity security being at the core of it all, is really to make sure that we implement least privilege, giving insight um, to our customers to say, okay, are these people given the right amount of privilege? Not too much, not too little, just enough to do the job. Um, are they always kept current in terms of their roles? Um, and when they enter into the organization, when they are onboarded, what's the birthright privileges that you should be given to them? Right? And that's really where you know our solution comes in, very much aligned with what uh, Bank Negara is driving. So as the as the finance sector undergoes this digitalization, they cannot afford to rely rely on manual controls or legacy controls anymore, right? So and this is where a modern identity security platform is very important to mitigate the identity um, cybersecurity risk. 
And with the modern identity security platform, it allows banks and financial institutions to establish a overall architecture framework that gives them what I would call a single pane of glass, right? The mm. relationship with their identity and the different resources within the environment, injecting the identity context into all the resources within the environment. And that's very important. Mm. Um, it allows, um, you know, financial institutions as they kind of drive more digitalization. And as you can see in the digitalization, a lot of merger and acquisition happen, driven by tech needs and so on and so forth. With this kind of platform, it allows very quickly for identity to be onboarded, verified that they're given the right access, move about quickly and, and manage from a separation of duty, right? So permission and entitlement are automatically adjusted um, as the employee change role. Um, there was a case that, uh, you know, in Taiwan that I kind of uh, heard about where, you know, an employee who was a loan approval officer decided to take on a, a sales job, which is selling the loan, but they didn't, they didn't take away his permission to approve loan. So he was selling loan and he was approving loan at the same time. You can imagine the amount of risk that comes today. The guys are caught, obviously, but, you know, with this kind of solution, it will help to mitigate some of this thing, right? Because you, your timely right. um, adjustment of, of the roles and the permission that is associated with those roles. Okay. Now, according to some of your data, and as I mentioned in, in the setup earlier on, this idea of data breaches, uh, particularly in financial institutions, 93% of uh, financial institutions reported a data breach within the last two years. 40 plus percent of that was, was to do with malware or, or ransomware, I, I believe. How does your solution address this trend? And on top of that, how much of, of this data is it's potentially because where during the pandemic people were working from home they may have been doing their their work from home through unsecured systems can you elaborate a little bit on this yeah absolutely i always love this let me start with just this quote that i always love right one ciso or cio actually told me this is he said that hackers don't hack in they log mm. in right yeah and and we need to make sure that the front door is locked and every door inside the house are locked and people are given just enough access to do their job. And that's kind of what, you know, <clears throat> ties into, you know, what you, you just shared about, the, you know, 93% of, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, have ex actually experienced a breach over the past two years. And you see that it's really because a lot of time, the identity that's involved in an organization has not been actually managed and secured in the right way, right? And, and by that, I mean this, right? There are several aspects of it. One is that what we call uh, life cycle management of this identity has failed. It means that it takes too long for provisioning and deprovisioning to happen. So for example, if an employee leaves an organization, you almost immediately should put them, shut them out, take off right. the assess. Yeah. But you'd be surprised how many customers we've gone into to realize that they are what we call this is what we call often accounts. There are thousands of them some, in some customers. Yeah. Right? Just basically yeah. poor policy implementation. And that's probably one of the reasons why some of these things, because the manual process that's put in place to run it or in a very disparate manner, this was never given the right insight um, to do. The second mm -hmm. issue that comes out as well as a, that resulted in this is that if you think about it, the relationship with the identity, the number of identity, the type of identities, and the amount of systems that you continue to add into the environment, especially in financial institutions that drive digital transformation in a big way, has actually exploded in size yeah. and type, yeah. right? Which means that, you know, if you keep it as a legacy or a manual way of managing it, you're going to have a lot of challenge just keeping up. 
mm. way beyond human capacity. Mm. Um, and if you really think about it, then what does that mean, right? How do you then look for, you know, the, the proverbial, you know, uh, needle in a haystack? Right? And that's really where the AI component comes in. That's what we really look at, right? The evolution of the solution we have has now pivoted heavily onto an AI machine learning engine that allow customers who uses our solution to be able to kind of get a proactive view on what the relationship are, what the risks are. Take, for example, in many financial institutions when on a regular basis, all the manager needs to do attestation, right? Your certification and say, okay, these are 50 employees under my team and they have all this assessed and they are certified to have all this assessed. Just imagine if you are the manager of these 50 employees and you have to do that every quarter, Mm. I bet that you're going to be just rubber stamping it. Right? Yeah, or yeah, if you're really diligent about it, it's very difficult to find out which one is not, which one is, is mm. very hard to understand. That's where the AI comes in. You know, with our AI, patented AI technology, it allows us to be able to do peer analysis and therefore calling out outlier. Now, what, right. what happens is that instead of having to certify and attest for 50 employees, the solution and the platform comes out and say, Mr. Manager, Here's 49 of them all okay. You should just click okay. And here's one which you should look into a little bit more to see if there's something wrong with it because their privileges are a little bit out of whack compared mm-hmm. to their peer, right? And I think those are the things that will be very, very important as this um, digitalization continues to kind of accelerate at a breakneck speed. So it, it, essentially, it, it's about data sanitization and making sure that that's clean and looked after. And what you're saying, and you're suggesting that AI is essentially the janitor and the human being then is like the janitor supervisor almost. Yeah. Does that make almost. sense? Yeah, that's, yes. that's, a, that's a good analogy. But mm. in order to do that, however, the AI does that function, but the AI also does as well what we call recommendation, right? So like right, if yeah. somebody comes in, in here, I'm going to give you this role. The AI will give the recommendations for this role. Here's what you should be given as yeah. privileges and nothing else. And that's really, if you think about it, the move towards what we call a modern identity security platform. And it has to actually be built on three very key tenants, right? One is really intelligence. How do you get intelligence out of this relationship you have between your identity and the resources? Automation with those intelligence, what can you do to automate it? Because human error is high when you do it yeah. manually, right? So yeah. automation yeah. is important. Last but not least, you need to have comprehensive integration, right? Financial institution, while they continue to drive innovation, they're also bogged down by the fact that a lot of them has many legacy system, custom-built, mm-hmm. homegrown, mainframe environment that still exists today. How do yeah. you ensure that whatever solution you pick has that comprehensive integration across across the entire environment. Mm. Um, it's very important, right? And that's why okay. modern platform makes sense. Yeah. Mr. Bori, let's take a, a short break here. Folks, mm. I'm on the phone with uh, Chen Yuboi. He's the Senior Vice President of APAC for SailPoint Technology Holdings, a frontrunner in modern identity security. We'll be right back in just a few moments. You're tuned in to Tech Talk here on BFM 89.9, the business station. Breathe freely, Malaysians. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. (laughs) 
BFM 89.9, the business station. My name is Rich Bradbury and welcome back to Tech Talk this morning. I'm on the phone with Chen Yuboi. He is the Senior Vice President of APAC for SailPoint Technology Holdings. They are a front runner in modern identity security. We're speaking about moving forward in the digital world, focusing on the idea of the state of identity security 2023 with a particular emphasis on financial services. Now, uh, Bowie, let's talk about identity security in 2023 and how it may have compared previously. So your white paper discusses the state of identity security in 2023. Can you just give me some key insights from this paper, especially when it comes to financial services? Absolutely, Richard. So in a white paper, we, we actually spoke to a lot of customers and also enterprises, really just get a sense of how they look at identity security, what are some of the things that they see in the organization, impact and outcome, right? So according to the research, uh, most financial institutions, they recognize that the importance of identity security is coming up. And it's actually one of the critical top priority for all of them, right? Yeah. Um, however, many of them still agree that they are still in an early stage and believe that there's room for further improvement. In fact, 97% of the people that we spoke to from finance, IT, agrees that their organization's ability to detect and prevent identity-related security breach needs improvement. So it's interesting, mm-hmm. right? So one of the, on one hand, they say everybody believes this is important. On the other hand, they think that what they have right now is not exactly ready. Um, for the real world, right? What do you think is the, the sticking point? They're identifying that we have this problem. We know we need to fix it. Why are they not fixing it just yet, do you think? Uh, I think it's a, it boils down to a few things, right? It boils down to the fact that they haven't got it started, right? There's an understanding that, that the issue is there, don't really know what to do. Some started and, um, and they, they face some challenges, like, for example, um, integration flexibility, like I right. shared earlier, um, you know, they have many different environments from legacy all the way to, to, to newer systems. How do they keep up with the pace of change in a business, right? Today, you set it up, you know, you want to go on this whole role management program. But by the time you finish with the role program, the organization has changed. How do you keep up with that, right? right. Also, within the industry as well, there's a general lack of skill resources, which is also a challenge, right? Um, mm. You can buy a solution but you struggle to find people and hire people to run them and operate them. Right. Which is also another issue, right? So I think a whole bunch of things that that goes on. And I think part of the issue you would think about it as well is that the way organization and financial institution approach it, right? And this really boils down to a mindset. Sometimes they will compromise by thinking what what I call thinking too shallow, too narrow, or or too short. And what I mean by this, when organizers think about it being too shallow, sometimes they feel like, you know, they are really thinking about um, a very short solution to a very small use case. For example, some, some customers say, I have an audit problem. I just need to put in a solution to solve an audit problem. But mm-hmm. you and I know that a pass, passing an audit doesn't make you secure. Right. It's only one part of the problem you got to solve, right? Yeah. Some organization looks out, look at it and say, okay, um, look, I'm thinking very narrow. I, I got to solve an assess management problem. I just need, need a two-factor authentication. But you know, while it's important, it's only one part of the equation, mm, right? Mm. You think about it, you can, you have access to the, to the front door, but your doors in the room and your drawers are not locked, right? The guy who goes in the front door, if you, you've got, you let the wrong person in there, you can access everything in your house. That's right? it. So yeah. That's yeah. The big problem, right? Mm-hmm. And, and the other part is thinking too, um, too short instead of long, right? And what it means is that, you know, because of the way they think, 
they don't have enough funding as a, as a result of that, they only look at it and say, okay, maybe I'll just put this in place for only the most important systems and resources within my organization. Mm. But you and I know mm. that very often a bridge happens uh, from the least important point at assess in our organization. You've seen how many bridges that has happened um, you know, without thinking about it. There's a very famous one, Colonial Pipeline, I think a couple of years ago. It was a huge bridge, ransomware. Yeah. And the access was through a third-party contractor access. Yeah. Uh, you never thought too much about it, but it went in, right? Yeah. So I think that's part of the re- reason why I think when a lot of organizations embark on this journey, they don't think about it in a larger sense of thing. And as a result, they don't get started or they get started, but they couldn't finish it, right? Okay. We are running out of time, but I have time for two, for two more questions. And I think the most important thing I want to ask you is when you look ahead at the future of identity security, um, what do you see? What do you see changing over the coming years? A lot of it will be changing, right? I think um, we, did, we did actually a study to look at the horizon and the, you know, the horizon of identity security as it evolved, right? We've seen actually there's five horizons um, that a company will go through. The first horizon being really insufficient uh, identity security in place um, and, um, and really don't really have a good strategy. Second is really have a strategy, but very manual. The third horizon is really about putting a system in place that digital. The fourth horizon is really about proactive and the last horizon is the nirvana, right? But if you think about it, that means that Identity security will move from being operational to strategic, right? Uh, and it's going to be recognized as a foundation of security and part of a very critical business enabler to digital transformation. So that's one part that's happening. And you see that happening right now, right? Right. The other thing that you will see evolving as well is that identity security tends to used to be reactive. Mm-hmm. You move into proactive, but you're going to be looking at it evolving towards preemptive, preemptive and adaptive as business evolves. Right. Right. And that's why something that's built, a platform that's built on AI and machine learning is important because it allows you to be preemptive, gives you the mm-hmm. insight, gives you the recommendation. Mm-hmm. And the other thing as well, identity security will also evolve from dynamic and autonomous to continuous governance and to keep up with the business pace. An example, again, at the station, right? When you do a certification once every quarter, any changes that happen before the next certification, you don't catch it. In the right. traditional sense, right? Yeah. How do you yeah. move that into continuous government when something change that you actually trigger off a workflow, trigger mm-hmm. off a, a whole bunch of, of activity you got to do to address that? So with all those change, you actually see that identity security now moving more and more towards the core of enterprise security, uh, and that's going to be heavily sitting on the AI part of it, right? And and I think that will allows um, that progress through the different five horizon I, I, I shared earlier. Okay, final question then. And let's be honest, there are plenty of other uh, players in the identity security market. What do you think sets you guys apart? What do you do differently that the other players don't? There's two part of it, right? One is really, I think one is that we are a the only true cloud native multi-tenanted SaaS um, architect uh, solution in the market. And this is important because um, this allow us to do all the things I've shared with you earlier. Uh, but also from a customer point of view, it simplifies the complex, right? You do not have to worry about version anymore. It's versionless, so to say. It allows you to do simple configuration. Like I said earlier, one of the issues with implementing this journey and starting on this journey is the complexity of rolling this out. If you are mm-hmm. heavily customized, it makes it very difficult. When it's configuration yeah. rather than customization, it makes a lot of sense, right? And our solution right now is really a modern identity security platform 
um, that builds on our AI algorithm that gives you intelligence, frictionless automation, and comprehensive integration. Out of the box, also customized, right? So this allows the, um, the financial institution and many other enterprises to give them a single pane of glass, allow them to have a granular view of uh, the access of the workforce, both human, non-human, and non-employees, um, looking at mission entitlement across all financial systems like loan servicing, wire systems, core banking, you name it, right? Also allows um, ongoing uh, review and attestation uh, of the user access, which is going to be, you know, continuous governance and autonomous. And that's really more very much in line with RMIT and Ben Negara's um, um, view, right? right. So, yeah. To me, that, those are the key things that I would say uh, customers will have to think about uh, as they start to embark on this journey. Chen Boy, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Richard. Appreciate it. It's a pleasure. Folks, I've been on the phone, as you've just heard, with Mr. Chen Yuboi, the Senior Vice President of APAC for SailPoint Technologies. They're a front-runner in modern identity security. We've been discussing about the fact that, obviously, our digital world is evolving and the safety of personal information remains paramount, especially within the financial sector. We've been talking about the state of identity security 2023, with a particular emphasis on financial services. If you missed any part of the show, don't forget you can go and download the podcast wherever you normally get it from i recommend you use the bfm app that's available from the apple app store or google play this is tech talk here on enterprise on bfm 89.9 the business station you have been listening to a podcast from bfm 89.9 the business station for more stories of the same kind download the bfm app